0: Hello and welcome to the Watsons Daily Podcast. I'm Jacob and here with me is Peter Watson. Hello, Peter. Hi there, Jacob. So, Peter, I think there are a lot of good stories from today which are worth discussing, but I think we can all agree that the new coronavirus vaccine from Moderna is one of the most interesting ones. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about this story, Peter? sure thing jacob right so basically um this is uh
1: you know this 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 news um came out yesterday powering markets um everyone's getting very excited about it um and uh you know the fact that it seems to be a bit more how should we say it, maybe user friendly than the pfizer uh bio um vaccine that we heard about last week um I think that that will mean that um, it is potentially more popular because one of one of the things is, is that um, I guess, you know, it doesn't matter how good a vaccine is. Um, if you can't actually transport it to people, um, then it's kind of worthless. Uh, well, I mean, that it's not worthless, but, you know, its value is is vastly decreased. And the reason why I say that is because their um, vaccine needs to be transported or, or you know needs to be at um seventy minus seventy five degrees or around there uh, and can lo- and can then after that can last for five days at fridge temperature whereas um uh the the um the new the new one um can be Uh, it transported at minus 20 and stored for 30 days in conventional fridges. So it sounds like it's much, much more user friendly. um, And I think that that's going to be good. I mean, from the UK point of view, um, not particularly brilliant because we've only got something like I think we've only got five million doses, so it's it's you know it's it's not perfect. The EU is um, currently in the negotiation with Moderna about how many doses it will get, um, but um, but obviously we'll we'll see how that happens. Uh, so, you know we'll see how that works. Um, AstraZeneca though is getting I, sorry. I just I just thought of this, but AstraZeneca is going to. Probably benefit from this because it has it bought um, it's bought a stake of I think it's something like seven ish percent I think from memory but you know I'd have to check that but they got quite a decent stake in Moderna and um, so they're going to win with with if this um, you know if this vaccine gets through but also of course the one of the um, AstraZeneca itself um, is one of the uh, pharmaceuticals companies who are working on a potential vaccine um and they they're doing they're the ones who are working with astrazeneca uh, with um sorry with with oxford university so they can i mean they might get a double whammy um because they've got you know they've they've got their fingers in in both pies as it were so i mean it's it's all it's all fascinating stuff i think that um i personally think that markets are swinging too wildly on the back of this um, on the back of this news because there's still a long way to go yet in terms of a they haven't got approved yet um, so let's but assuming they get approved it's going to be a while for for distribution then you've got to start thinking about you know who who gets it is it is it older people first in which case does that really make much difference on an economic front or you know how's it how's it going to go i mean so that's the thing it's it's a bit early i'd say to get too excited about it all the good the thing is though the overarching thing is you know these things are coming out now you know i mean it's pretty quick it's very impressive um that we've been able to see such progress over a really a very short uh, short period of time um but it's it's not a case of let's get champagne corks, Um it's champagne corks. Why would you want to get champagne corks? Let's not pop, <laughs> let's get the champagne. We don't just want the corks. We've got rid of, rid of the corks. Let's get rid of, you know, don't get the champagne because, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to go yet. But the good thing, the great thing is if there are lots of different vaccines out there, um, that's going to, that's going to be great because of course not every vaccine is going to work on everyone. And then the other thing is, is if we get, um, some sort of mutation like I think I think we you know there was that discovery wasn't there recently in um was it Denmark wasn't it where they I they think f- so yeah Yeah, where they've just culled all those poor uh those mink uh 17 million mink all all killed um because um uh, because of a, a, a you know like a different strain of the virus or something so the more different vi- um, vaccines that we have the better. Um, and it will hopefully mean that we actually will be able to stamp it stamp the whole thing out but, um, but so it 's all good um but there 's a lot of volatility going on as results so every time there 's a uh, test results out, then you know markets um, markets go up, and you have um, lots of the bombed out sectors like uh, leisure um, and uh, you know travel all that sort of stuff go- going up um, but really you know again it's too early really for that for them to to go up but because there is this volatility every time i would say this looks like a bit of a trader's market you know so if you if you buy if you let's say buy into your favorite leisure stock and you buy into your um you know your your fav your favored pharmaceutical stocks um because they'll be going up and down depending on on the latest news you could actually potentially make um quite a lot
0: of money um on the volatility. within a short period of time isn't it right yeah and yeah. i mean
1: you know it's not obviously you can't you can't do that forever but yeah yeah um, yeah but, but i mean these you know this is the sort of thing that actually helps um uh has been helping um all the banks that have um trading exposure uh and there's also the other thing of course is that um so with the investment banks who have trading facilities they get a lot of um they will they will see um a lot of commissions coming in because everyone likes to trade the volatility because everyone's trying to guess the bottom and guess the top so they're trying to buy at the bottom sell at the top um there's lots of activity there and they get commissions on whether you buy or you sell Uh, but then also they may well be doing very well as well because there just seems to be a lot of m&a going on at the moment and it probably will actually increase so the more, more the more you see um vaccine candidates come out the more people are going to feel positive about um eco- you know the economies and therefore um i think that you're going to see more MA. so it's it's all it's interesting so we only just we're only, <laughs> we only started talking really about the the um the actual vaccines and stuff but it could it the impact is really is will be very wide reaching um and i think that you have to think of you have to think of things in stages you know like what what's going to happen in the what's going to happen in the immediate short term you know what who's going to benefit and then think out to when the distribution does actually kick in who's going to benefit then Does, does that mean that um uh, more people are going to go back to offices and and start working, and productivity is going to go up and stuff. I mean, there's, lo- there's so many implications, but it, it's we're at a very living at a very interesting time at the moment.
0: So, uh, Peter, let's just discuss it from a, a slightly different angle. Uh, yeah. the, the the CEO of uh, BioNTech yesterday he said that that the fact that there is now more than just one vaccine announced, this still doesn't mean that they will become. I'm, I'm talking about Pfizer and Moderna that mm. they will become competitors because mm. apparently they have a common goal which um is uh, very nicely said to save the humanity um do you think that's true do you think there there is no competition competition between those companies um i think there is competition but i think that um
1: it's possibly a bit nicer than you know i think that there is a genuinely shared you know there is a genuinely shared common goal,
0: <coughs> and um, so I think that.
1: So a, would way- you say would
0: you say it's like a silent competition? Because from from what I saw yesterday, as, as you were also uh, mentioning, uh, the, the the share price of Moderna it, it literally jumped up, and mm. uh, the share price of um, of Pfizer it it it, it, it went down um, mm. rapidly. So. Um, yeah. I, I think we we can see that it's it's an exciting time for individual investors to as you said uh make a good profit uh, perhaps mm. within a short period of time um mm. and I think this this we could see here that maybe this is um a silent competition in regards to uh to exactly uh that in, in terms of of the stock market yeah i mean i think that um you know
1: decades of of com- competition between all these things can't just disappear a hundred percent overnight, um, and I think that they are, you know, they do want to work together, and I think that that is the common goal right now. But what will be interesting to see is whether this sort of competitive spirit um, starts to emerge as you know, as time goes on, you know, as more people get vaccinated, um, because. It's interesting. It's. I think it's really interesting to see how each individual company is thinking about benefiting. So, um, so for instance, I believe that Pfizer and BioNTech, they use their own money to do to um, do the research and, you know, get this thing on the road. I don't think that they had. Like loads of help from the government, I don't think it might be, or they might have only had a bit. So they are, they will potentially be quite clear of conscience in terms of making money from um, money from this. Now, I don't think they're going to rip everyone's faces off. But that's a a bit of a market term. Um, So. When I say rip everyone's faces off, what I mean is they're not going to um, charge them too much, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're not, they, they're not. So they're not. They're not out to rip everyone's faces off, but um, they will make some money. Whereas I think that um, uh, AstraZeneca is actually, um, you know, I think it has talked about doing it for cost or not cost plus a bit. You know, they want the They're looking at the longer term, I think, Um, and they're also probably trying to tout themselves as being a kind of savior or whatever. So, I mean, you know, I think that it's it's interesting because I think different companies are going to talk a different, you know, going to make different amounts of money. The other, sorry, while we're talking about AstraZeneca, I believe again, I'd have to check, but I believe that with AstraZeneca, this promise of oh, we'll, you know, we'll do it for cost or cost plus a tiny bit. Um, That promise runs out, like, I think it's in the first quarter or the first half of next year. So although that sounds very magnanimous of them right now, um, actually, it might change. So it's really interesting. You know, obviously, you've got to keep track of all this. um, But, you know, still nothing's been actually approved yet. Once the FDA approves that of something then we're going to see some big big movements i think um and that's going to, that's when it's going to get really exciting so so yeah oh by the way i did notice <laughs> i did notice if you if you like trading um, but you don't want to spend your own money. Um, I noticed that the telegraph is running that stock, um, a virtual stock market competition again. Um, I think from today or something, or maybe maybe either it started this week or next week, or anyway. Um, and you, I think you have to be a subscriber. Um, but if you do well in that, uh, and you trade well in that, um,
0: you win ten thousand pounds, I believe. Oh, so, really? Um, yeah. My, yeah, I might try it. So, <laughs> well, I'm you know, I'm, like... I'm, a, I'm a big stock market lover, as uh, as you yeah. probably know. So uh... yeah, it's a good thing. I I mean,
1: you know, on a serious note, actually, it's a really excellent way to try to um, focus your your thoughts on on all this kinds of news and commercial awareness and stuff because it gives you something. It it suddenly makes it real. I mean, I always say to people, it's a bit like. Um, going to, if you go to a horse race, I mean, I'm not into horse racing, but you go to a horse race, right? And all it is, is horses running around (laughs) a track, right? And you think, oh, well, that's not very exciting. However, if you start putting money on it, you start taking an interest and you maybe see what the horse's form is, um, how they've done in previous races, what they're like in terms of if if the ground is soft or whether it's hard, you know, all this kind of stuff. You start taking an interest and suddenly you become quite a, you know, an expert on it. And I think similarly with things like stock markets, the best thing is, is you know, is to do something. If you can do something like this, which is harmless, it's virtual you're not using any real money um, is, is a good thing because, and and the fact that it's got a prize at the end of it just gives you that little <laughs> bit extra, extra incentive to try to do really well. So, you know, for those of you out there, I mean, I, I just remember this just now, but you know, it, it's quite good
0: fun to do. And um, I, I would recommend it as a way of helping you to learn. Definitely, definitely uh, worth checking it out. Um, so Peter, I thought I would just quickly mention another story here uh, about Airbnb. Uh, which apparently has made a profit in the third quarter. And, you know, one might be really surprised because obviously we are seeing how the industry in which Airbnb is, how it's Mm. struggling um, for obvious reasons. So um, why is it that Airbnb is showing us a profit now?
1: Well, I think that they they just um, made a lot of cost cuts. Um, They... (coughs) they They did actually get a big injection um of money um you know at the at the low point lowest point of uh of of the of the coronavirus outbreak um and i think that um because of this you know actually because of that and because actually what then happened was after the low point um and after complete lockdown people and the restrictions were being lifted people were traveling domestically um so okay you didn't have the international travelers which is what everyone was kind of worried about but actually you had a lot of people in the uk can't go to anywhere else let's go (laughs) to cornwall which is actually what everyone did i think um but you know so go to cornwall lake district or whatever so actually you then saw a, a pickup in in the in the uh in their business now i think that actually they'll they will do well because um they'll do because um as restrictions lift again people will again maybe travel within um within the uk and so they'll do well from that and then once the international restrictions lift then you'll start getting the international travel uh travelers as well so i think this is something that airbnb are looking at and um and they've also got a mind to um, looking good as well ahead of a potential um, IPO which I think is going to happen um, relatively soon um, I, I would have thought so having these good figures now will give them an excuse and they'll probably go yeah you know look everything's going well um, so yeah do our IPO um, yeah because you want to you always want to have an IPO when things are looking like they're going to be turn around so um, or, or they're continuously going up so um so yeah I think it's interesting to, it, interesting for them um and um I think that they will be one of the early winners of a of a turnaround. So
0: uh Peter so um basically do you think Airbnb now should be expanding its operations more domestically rather than internationally because obviously i I think um, it was a, a week ago um, when we were discussing um, when you were discussing with someone else on on this podcast that um, uh, you might uh, you might have to get uh, the vaccine because uh, you know the government might just say okay it, it will be mandatory uh, and so yeah. some some people they just really don't trust in the whole process of getting this vaccine so quickly um, mm. because you know there might be some other side effects related to that um, so mm. do you think because of that um, we'll be seeing um, people actually uh, more interested in um, in traveling domestically rather than
1: yeah yeah I think that's a very good
0: point um, I would say
1: they I think that you know, they still will, they still will be interested in traveling domestically. So any kind of shortfall of international visitors, I think will certainly for the beginning will be, um, will be made up, um, at least in, in in a decent part by people traveling domestically. Um, you know, funny enough, you, you talking about that, I saw something on the BBC this morning when I was making breakfast, um, that, uh, that yeah that um uh, there was a gp on so there's a gp on at six thirty every morning um on bbc breakfast and um they were saying about this that this gp was saying she didn't agree with uh, a mandatory um thing you know like vaccine taking but like i said on the previous podcast um I think that they'll get around that quite easily. They'll just, they'll, the government will say something along the lines of, um, look, we really think you should take it. The advice is you should take it. So please take it. And then, you know, then people will, a lot of people will. Um, but then I think companies, individual companies will themselves take it on themselves to do a some sort of um, thing whereby they say that, you know, in order to use their services, um, or attend their events or whatever, you've got to show that you've had the vaccine. And they'll say, sorry, it's not our fault, but we're just trying to protect everyone. So although it doesn't sound, although they're not saying you have to take it, they are in effect yeah, saying yeah. you have to take it because it's just by the back. Door. Yeah, but I, I think
0: um, in general, we might expect that for, for a while next year, Domest- oh, domestic domestic travel will be will become mm. more popular, I think um yeah just just for everyone else just to to wait until the vaccine um uh, until everyone you know has faith in the vaccine and, and can trust it i think um, i'll i'll tell you what might what might also be interesting though is, is to see is
1: obviously the olympics right is happening next year supposedly and um you know as uh, you know i, I wonder whether will if people really 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 want to go to the olympics um whether this is going to be an extra i don't know incentive to take the vaccine whereas maybe they wouldn't have done otherwise they might think i really really want to go to the olympics um i'll get the vaccine done because then i can travel to japan and go and see the olympics maybe i don't know i mean maybe that 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 could be be the case a, a minor thing i don't know but you know i think that once these things start lifting people are really going to want to travel abroad um and i think that uh, you know they will they will think long and hard about taking a vaccine but um i think most people are going to in the end
0: yeah okay um well thank you so much but i think that's it for today um do you have anything yep. else to mention um yeah i mean i was gonna just
1: quickly say about the um Uh, the directory function on uh, on watson's daily Um, so again i'm i'm continuing to input more and more companies every day Uh, and the idea is is when you read watson's daily you just um, if you're on the on the desktop version you hover over the company name that, that has a hyperlink and it shows you what that company does and if you then want to know more you click again and you'll see a, a little page which gives you some other facts and figures. Very, very useful. It's supposed to be really quick and it's supposed to help you understand and remember the stuff that you read. Um, over time, as I, I think I've said before, I will start putting definitions, uh, acronyms and all that kind of stuff in there as well. But for the moment, I'm concentrating on on companies. But you'll see this function is just going to grow and grow and grow. So, um, and um, you, you'll you get the same functionality on the uh, on the app, but you don't hover your finger over, over that. You'll, you'll just press it. You know, you'll just tap it and you'll see the same. It's it's
0: working perfectly on my iPhone. So. Awesome. Awesome. Good to hear. <laughs> um, OK, I think. Uh, thank you so much for today. Uh, Peter, and, no problem. Uh, I, will, I will join you tomorrow. Brilliant. OK, thanks Bye. very much. See you. Bye.